Welcome to Content with Character, the weekly podcast that'll give you the momentum you need to create content with more ease, clarity, and laughter. I'm your host, content copywriter Emily Aborn, and I'm all about unconventional marketing approaches. I believe in your big ideas, and I'm excited to help you share them in a way that's distinctly you. Are you a procrastinator? Maybe you procrastinate in some areas of your life, but not others. Maybe you can just never quite seem to do anything in your life on time and on deadline. In this week's episode, we're going to talk about the cost of procrastination and a few things you can do to overcome it. And then next week in part two, we're going to get into the six different styles of procrastination and help you identify yours. Hi, welcome back to the content to another content with character episode. You hear me talk a lot on this show about how motivation begets motivation, inspiration begets inspiration, creativity begets creativity and getting started. Well, it tends to beget getting more getting started. But what if you're a procrastinator, a bit of a procrastinator? Maybe this is a label you put on yourself or that others have said about you and now it's stuck. (laughs) The truth is that procrastination can get in our way of getting started. It can get in our way of creating with consistency, um, making progress towards our goals or on our projects. So in this episode we and next episode, because I'm going to break it into two parts, We're going to answer questions like, what is the cost of procrastination? Does being a procrastinator mean you're lazy? And what kind of procrastinator are you? How can knowing your procrastination style actually help you to overcome procrastination when it threatens to slow you down? It's going to be fun. I promise. As always, we're going to keep it positive and uplifting as we get into what can be a real problem and a real struggle for many, many, many people. Uh, Maybe even you. In the nature of not procrastinating, I'm going to cut straight to the chase and let you know who I am and what I do, because if this is your first time listening or you need a refresher, I want to make sure we're on the same page. So I am Emily Aborn. Hi. Hello. If we haven't met yet, nice to meet you. I'm a content copywriter, podcast host, as you can hear by the sound of my voice of this podcast, as well as podcast host of the She Built This podcast. I love helping small businesses increase their visibility and and connect with potential clients by helping them to create personality-filled and SEO-researched copy. You can learn more about me and all my little fun facts and such at emilyaborn.com. You can also connect with me on your favorite social media platform. All of the links are in the show notes. And while I have you for a moment, I'm a link in the show notes kind of gal all the way. I often do very detailed show notes to spare you from taking notes. And everything that I cite, reference, and outline is usually in the show notes. So if you're a visual kind of person or you want to read something after you listen to really concrete it into the old uh, the old hippocampus, check out the show notes. That's my recommendation. Okay, onward we go. Let's start by answering a couple of questions about procrastination. Because if you are a bit of a procrastinator, you might tend to judge yourself. If you are not a procrastinator, you might judge somebody else in your life who is a procrastinator. And so with that, I want us to 
answer the question, does procrastination mean somebody is lazy? Yes. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Just kidding. The answer is no, obviously. Procrastination does not mean that you're lazy. So stop beating yourself up about it if that's what you're doing. Uh, In fact, it can actually be quite the opposite. Procrastination is usually a response to not wanting to do something or maybe being too busy to get to something or dreading what you have to do. Um, needing everything to be absolutely perfect and just so while doing it. In fact, the art of not doing it, uh, procrastination itself, it takes quite a lot of emotional, mental, sometimes physical energy if you are the person who procrastinates by uh, cleaning your toilets and vacuuming your house instead of writing that email. We call that uh, productive procrastination, which we'll get into a little bit in this episode as well. But procrastination really does not have anything to do with laziness. It is not an indictment on your character. It is simply something that we all face in different ways, in different flavors and styles. Another thing I kind of like in reframing procrastination for ourselves, and also if you are uh, prone to judging others, is to de-label ourselves as procrastinators. So just take the label off, take off the name tag that says, hello, I'm a procrastinator, (laughs) and instead use it to refer to the specific behavior that you might be exhibiting at a given time. So for example, instead of saying, I'm a procrastinator, you can say, I'm procrastinating right now, or I procrastinated on that project, or I procrastinate. It also kind of, I think, helps to like reduce those feelings of shame or guilt and that overall sort of uh, vibe that this behavioral pattern is just part of who you are, right? It's unchangeable. It's just who I am. I'm a procrastinator. No, you're not. You're procrastinating. It's what you're doing, not who you are. Um, Okay, in this episode, we're going to talk about the cost of procrastination. So like why you maybe don't want to do it. And then in next week's episode, we're going to go straight in and just get into the six different types of procrastination. Um, We're not going to procrastinate at the beginning. We're just going to get straight into it. And I had to break this into two episodes because it was very, very long as just one. And I know you like me. I know you like being here and listening to this uh, this show, but I didn't want to be so long. So that's how we're going to do this. We're going to break it into two. I don't love that MO, but we're just going to we're going to go with it, right? Because I don't want to procrastinate, and I was watching myself procrastinate by needing to get it just right or needing to make it like uh, you know, perfectly packaged in one single episode. So I'm not going to do that. I'm like literally practicing what I preach right now. Um, secondly, if you are a podcast listener to procrastinate on other things in your own life, I'm not going to let you do that with this episode because it's going to be a little short and sweet and then we'll get into more of it next week. So let's start by talking about the cost of procrastination. I think some of these actually, when you really think about them, it, uh, it's big, it's big and some of them will surprise you. So this is not an extensive list of the cost of procrastination, but here are just a couple I thought of while I was making, uh, getting ready for this episode. Number one, missed opportunities. This could be with clients. It could be collaborators. It could be things that you're applying to or being nominated for or events, early bird specials. The list goes on. So number one, missed opportunities is a cost of procrastination. Number two, this is a big one, poor client experience. When you procrastinate, 
I, I would invite you to see how it might result in a less than impeccable customer experience. You can say you're going to do something by a certain date, and then people expect you to do it by that date. If you don't do it by that date that you've now set the expectation on, you could eventually decrease your chances of getting referrals or just being reliable. Um, You could start a reputation you really don't want. You might reduce trustworthiness. Anyway, downward spiral, you can see all the problems they're in. So procrastination might actually not be in your best interest when it comes to offering a really good client experience and also building those word of mouth referrals. I would also say that your uh, anxiety levels or stress levels, your own stress could be a cost of procrastination. Some people find an urgent deadline very motivating, Personally, I find it extremely panic-inducing. So if I have procrastinated the point of facing down some sort of urgent deadline, my stress levels are unnecessarily higher than they need to be. And I would imagine that that is the case for some of you too. Um, Another cost of procrastination is simply your own productivity. Procrastination often means we're not as productive as we set out to be. Maybe we're getting distracted. We don't get done what actually matters, what really moves the needle forward. So it can actually, uh, one of the major costs of procrastination is productivity. Sometimes it costs you money when you procrastinate. I'm thinking late fees, overdue credit card, incurring interest, uh, maybe something you can no longer return because that 30 days return window has closed. Procrastinating can cost you money, missing out on a special or a deal. Um, It also costs you time and energy. Think like extra work that you might need to do when you have to file an extension for your taxes because you procrastinated on filing them. Uh, Think those extra steps that it takes to drive somewhere because now that shipment date to get it there on time has come and gone. So it might cost those extra steps, that time, that energy, extra work. The average person costs themselves, are you ready for this statistic? Buckle up, 218 minutes a day, which is three and a half hours. After an entire year, that's 55 days of the year spent procrastinating. That is a lot. I I gotta say, that's a lot of time. So what is actually happening? Like, what are people doing when they procrastinate? Well, something I just did while working on outlining this episode was that I checked my social media to see that, you know, I'm just curious. Did anyone comment on my last post? (laughs) So that's one thing we're doing. We're checking social media. Uh, Number two, we're cleaning organizing, uh, getting involved in some sort of decluttering project, right? That's a that's a great way to avoid what you have to do. Declutter and bonus points, it's productive in a different way. Um, they may work on some other more interesting project, like something that's actually just like fun to work on, but not necessarily the task at hand. They may watch a TV show. They may snack. They may indulge in some online shopping. They may read or research something that is completely unrelated to what they need to be doing at the moment. 
They may daydream. They may play a game on your phone. I say they, but it's us. It's all of us, okay? These are what we do. And the list goes on and on and on. Now, if you are a-okay with your level of procrastination, no worries. Like, leave it alone, I guess. Like, you don't need to fix anything here. Uh, You could stop this podcast episode right now. If it doesn't bother you, don't let it bother you. But if you tend to be the person who gets frustrated when you look up and you have no idea where your day went, you never get things checked off of your list, you repeatedly feel stressed when you bump up to too close to your deadlines or you miss deadlines, uh, maybe you can't plan ahead when you know it's going to benefit you to have a plan, you feel very overwhelmed because there's a lot of procrastinated items that are now circling back to haunt you. It might take a little time to look at what your flavor of procrastination is, understand it, so you can start taking steps to unprocrastinate yourself. But as I said at the beginning of this episode, I really think that awareness is key. So here's what I want you to start with for this week. And then next week, we're going to actually get into the, the, the six different types of procrastination. Basically, I'm going to tell you uh, what the modus operandi is for each of the six types. I'm going to show you how it might be impacting your business, your content, your marketing, your visibility, and who knows, maybe even your life. And I'm going to give you a tip on preventing it or stopping it when it happens as Per usual, you might have one style you find yourself falling into most often, but you might dabble across a couple or uh, depending on the task at hand, you might choose a few different ones. So the six we're going to dive into next week are the detailed perfectionist, the dream chaser, the chronic avoider, the crisis maker the rebel without a cause, and the busy bee. And I didn't want to just leave you with, um, well, procrastination is costing you uh, time, money, energy, uh, rapport, all of the things. I wanted to give you just like a few very, very simple things you can do right now. First of all, I would love for you to take a minute and think about where procrastination shows up for you in your life. Where does it show up for you in your work? Where does it show up for you in your relationships? And ask yourself what you think right now, before you've even heard about the different types of procrastination or what gets in people's way, ask yourself what you think. The reason is that you're procrastinating on any given task. So next time you you, you um, catch yourself doing it, ask yourself the reason that you're procrastinating because That will give you a lot of information right there. Then I want you to admit that you are doing it. Like say to yourself, okay, remember, I it's not I'm a procrastinator. Uh, I am procrastinating right now. Then we're going to make sure, we're going to look around a little bit. We're going to make sure, okay, I have a good location for what I'm doing. So meaning that there's not a lot of distractions. Maybe there's, you know, maybe you need a glass of water. Maybe you need your reading glasses. Like make sure that the location is right for the task that you're performing. And then set one singular goal, one singular action item that you can actually reach. Um, I'm looking down at my to-do list for today, and I added about three things that are completely unattainable for today. Like I just went crazy with like adding things to my list. Had I set 
one or two things that I could actually achieve, then I probably would have spent less time procrastinating to get there. Um, And then I want to actually offer you this. Give yourself a way to reward yourself for doing the thing. So that might look like a walk with your dog. It might look like uh, a piece of chocolate. It might look like, you know, if it's something really big, you might want to give yourself some really, really big reward. But choose a reward that is going to help you to accomplish this task. So consider this your homework from this week's episode. Uh, Between now and next time, when I talk about the six different procrastination styles, I want you to watch. And when it happens, I want you to admit to yourself that you are procrastinating. Check your location. Make sure you uh, are in a good spot to do the thing that you set out to do. Set yourself one goal that you can actually reach and attain. One, just one, just one. And then give yourself a reward on the other side. So On that note, I hope you'll join me for the next episode where we're going to get into the detailed perfectionist, the dream chaser, the chronic of a waiter, the crisis maker, the rebel without a cause, the busy bee, and you'll be able to kind of like identify which of those is your procrastination style. And if, of course, you want help getting out of your own way before that, I would love to have a strategy session with you because one thing I'm really good at is helping you to hash out some of the things that are working for you and not working for you. And really, my desire is just to see you keep on going, stay on track, and be consistent. So I'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Content with Character. If you loved the episode, please make sure to subscribe to the podcast, rate, review, and share it with someone else you know it could help. For more content and visibility tips, visit my blog at emilyaborn.com. And be sure to connect with me on Instagram at emilyaborn. I'd love to hear how this inspired you to take action.